Sports FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Whatever Happened to Monkeypox. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is Wednesday. It is Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. What do you know? Just like that, the week's already half gone. Can you hardly believe it? Oh, I'm not sure if that's good or bad. Time seems to be going faster in this Looney Tunes world we live in. We literally have to get out of the circus. The clowns have become evil. Hey, one real quick bit of news before we get into all of everything. The kilted corpse, I'm, I'm sorry, the kilted Christian is back alive. And he will be doing his show tonight and uh, has apparently revived himself for whatever he was doing. He locked himself in the bedroom and wouldn't let anybody talk to him and wouldn't speak to the world for days. They've been wondering what's happening to him. Apparently he was full of demons and fighting them off with his kilt and his mighty sword. So the kilted Christian will be back tonight with his regular broadcast event. Oh my goodness. The dramas that we must go through. I'll bet everybody was having kilted Christian withdrawals. I could just feel it. It was there. But the Conley did a great job, stepped in as barbecue master that he is, and he grilled that steak well for the whole days that the Kilted Christian was in comatose state. So wonderful job, the Conley, for sure. All right, Patriots, before we get going, we're in crazy times, if you didn't figure that one out. Like, super crazy. In fact, we have a threat on us all. Did you know that? Did you know that we've been threatened to have... Antifa Revenge Vengeance Week coming up. I'm sorry, it's Trans, Trans Vengeance Week. What is it with these nut jobs? Every time we turn around, they don't get their way, so they just want to go kill people. So with that in mind, I've got a little solution for us all. How about this? You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. So you know how it goes. Make sure your skills are up. You know, and if you're not like Ted Nugent that kills everything he sees, every chance he gets, and you don't have those sharp hunter skills, hmm, then you need our iTarget Pro is what you need. You got to get them polished and get them ready. So 
I have a question for everybody, and you can just leave it in the chat. I'm just curious, is Kyle Rittenhouse a guy, or is he one of those gender flippers? That's what I want to know. I can't figure that one out, and I'm in a mystery loss at that one. But anyway, all right, Patriots, crazy stuff right now, super crazy. And the bottom line is we're dealing with crazy because the dollar is losing its place in the world. We are going through de-dollarization. And boy, is this going to be fun. Not. It's a crazy time. And just to give you an idea how crazy it is, take a listen to this of what's happening in Africa. Over the past 24 hours, there have been many reports of banks across Africa taking people's money. When they go to get answers, they're being shut down. No access to ATMs. This is Access Bank. Customers trying to use ATMs, but they can't. They watch as rich customers inside the bank are walking out with bags of money, but they are not allowed to access the ATMs outside. Nope. How's that? So they put up these big steel gates around the bank so people could watch the rich go in and get the bags of money while they couldn't access the bank. I don't think that would ever happen here. <laughs> and if you believe that, I've got this great piece of swampland I'm going to sell you down in Nevada. But yeah, I'm sure it'll never happen here at all. Patriots, do not trust the banks. That's what I'm going to tell you. They are not your friend. And make sure you're doing everything you can to protect what you've got because they're serious about taking it. We are dealing with a very difficult time because our education levels have been destroyed over this time. People are living without the ability to process and deal with change. It's a big issue. And it's something we have to overcome. And what it also means is there's going to be many of us that are going to have to help the others to rise up. We are going to have to stay together in this. And as difficult as it's going to be, other than if you're a trans wacko trying to kill us, we're not really wanting you around, we're going to make an effort to raise up the many. But the dollar is going to be a problem. To continue with this, this was the headline in Zero Hedge, de-dollarization just got real. A multipolar world is bad news for the American empire, but great news for gold. Since the 1970s, it's been virtually impossible for a country to function without access to U.S. dollars. And Washington maintained the highly favorable status quo by putting various kinds of pressure, from sanctions to election theft to outright invasion, on anyone who stepped out of line. This weaponization of the world's reserve currency has, not surprisingly, created oh, just a tad bit of resentment in a lot of foreign capitals. And after a long gestation period, that resentment is now erupting into a rebellion against the dollar hegemony. Among the big recent events, the BRICS coalition has become the hottest ticket in geopolitics. China brokers a peace deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran. Russia and India agree to trade oil for rupees. African leaders travel to Moscow. Brazil and Argentina announce a common currency. There you have it, folks, just like that. So the dollar is now literally on its final spirals. It's a death spiral, and it's going to affect us all. And they don't want you to realize it. It's for that reason that they're trying to push through this draconian TikTok ban, which covers every bit of social media. Keep in mind, they know that once people come to the realization that all of their savings, their pensions, their 401k, were long ago pillaged by the elites, do you think people are going to be calm? 
They're not. And so that's why they're setting up these rules in communication, all based on the social media platforms, that if people don't say, don't, don't follow certain rules, they can even be arrested. They're doing this in preparation, and you can guarantee most everybody in Congress is going to vote for that bill. You can scream all you want, but they all know what they're about. Most of the people in Congress have been compromised either with lobbyist money or diddling kids or some other great little nasty thing they're doing. This is a horrific group of people, and they're leading this nation. And unfortunately, as we would like to see ourselves as a land of the free and proud and all that good stuff, we're the home of the satanic cult. Between us and the Ukraine, you're looking at two of the major hubs in the world, and we're the military arm to enforce satanic messages across the world. Our dollar is part of that Babylonian nightmare. It was designed to be a debt currency, designed to have zero value, and designed to keep people enslaved from everything from education all the way down to your your daily house mortgage. Take a listen to this short piece here on the education system. A lot of people don't know this about the school system. In 1903, John D. Rockefeller founded the General Education Board and within five years, adjusted for inflation, he would go on to donate over $1.27 billion. In Rockefeller's own words, I don't want a nation of thinkers. I want a nation of workers. The school system was made to turn you into a slave. Thinking critically and seeking truth are acts of rebellion. And there you have it. The truth is right there. I mean, they've used the same trick all the way through COVIDCon. They bought off every school board of the nation by offering them great money as long as they would enforce these draconian and illegal enforcements of masks and vaxes, and in so doing, damage kids permanently. These vaxes have had a tremendous impact. And with this, they pushed in the critical race theory, all these other things that we are seeing an explosion of what that means. Right now, these kids are twisted. I don't have, I, there's no other way to put it. They are coming out of the education system. Here's one for you. Just listen to this. I wonder if the parents of the victims of the Nashville shooting today would still have their children if these trans bills in Tennessee were never a thing. I'm not a parent, but if I were, I'd be real, real mad at the government. I'd be real, real mad at the government. Yeah, if I was her, <clears throat> if I was her parent, I'd smack her upside the head, and then I'd send her off to a reform school, military style. Probably send her to the Marine Corps reform school, or the toughest one I could find in the nation. This sort of sick thinking, and you're seeing it all over the place, is a product of the public schools. It's a product of our public institution of teaching, which means teachers and unions. It's a product of the media, and they are constantly pounding on these kids that they are going to be a, a class that's going to be persecuted by the state, that they're going to be losing their life, their rights, all the things that, of this that they're going to be taken away and they're going to become an endangered class of people, which they are anyway. They can't even figure that one out. Unless you, they haven't figured it out. If you're trans listening to this and you're getting all riled, I have some truth for you. If you were born with a weenie, you're still a boy, even if you chopped it off. If you weren't born with a weenie and sewed one on, you're still a girl. And to just make this a highlight so you don't get confused, trans surgeries only offer two genders. Isn't that crazy? Huh. They only offer one from going from women to man and man to woman. So apparently there's only two genders. Last little tidbit on that, just for any of those confused trans listeners out there. Men, you're never going to have a baby. As much as you're going to try, it ain't going to work. 
Sorry, that's genetics. So good luck on that. Boy, I'll tell you. So we got to make it simple. We never know what we're going to run into. We don't want to complicate this matter because apparently truth and is not part of the subject anymore. So, you know, make it simple. And and no, just so I say it, for those of you that are going to get offended, I'm not misgendering hot dogs, okay? I love a good hot dog at the park, especially one that's made of whole beef, just so we're clear. Good golly, we have to be so careful these days. Patriots, I don't usually listen to C-SPAN, but today I did for five minutes. And this is the best five minutes of my life <laughs> that I've had today. So I just want you to hear this. This is Austin. I always want to call him Austin Powers. The Secretary of Defense, Austin, he got roasted today. And it was so wonderful. Take a listen. As someone who's actually served in the military, we understand, and I think that you would both agree, General Milley and Secretary Austin, that if an officer has a dereliction of duty, there are many articles which could remove him for that reasoning. Is that correct? correct. And do we understand that my definition and understanding of dereliction of duty is a person's purposeful or accidental failure to perform his obligations. Do we agree with that? And there's also willful dereliction of duty, which in my opinion is nothing more than a failure through negligence. Now, Secretary Austin, we have seen where we have failed to secure a status of forces agreement during Iraq withdrawal, which has now allowed ISIS to retake key locations in Baghdad. We have Afghanistan in the control of the Taliban, Haqqani Network, ISIS Khorasan, with billions of dollars in weapons, armament, defense articles, millions of dollars in cash, thereby actually creating probably one of the most well-funded and well-positioned terrorist organizations in the world. Even though our intent in going to Afghanistan was actually to stop it from being a safe haven of terrorism. We have Libya, which is controlled by a UN-backed government that faces challenges from militia groups who threaten the stability across the entire region. And we have Syria, which is fractured between the Assad regime, the Russian military, militia groups, and ISIS, plus the United States continuing to be the recipient of missile and rocket attacks that's resulted recently in the loss of American lives. And as my colleague, Representative Johnson, had pointed out, also not abiding by law. Many of these things are very personal to me. One is a United States Army combat veteran myself, but one in understanding that leadership is to lead by example. And in my opinion, that example has not been very strong. That is why we have 8,400 people who is purged as a result of the vaccine, which I find to be unconstitutional, and support them being reinstated with full pay, back benefits, and their ability to serve their country, not the political agenda. But Afghanistan is near and dear to my heart because before I ran for, when I was running for Congress, actually, and before I was an elected member, I helped to conduct one of the very first successful overland rescues of Americans who were left behind in this botched withdrawal. And we also know that there was officers who were deployed and military members who were deployed, like Sergeant Vargas Andrews, 
who could have actually have engaged and taken out the suicide bomber in Afghanistan at the Abbey Gate, but had no rules of no escalation of force and no rules of engagement to be able to do so. The idea of being deployed and going downrange without a clear escalation of force and rules of engagement, even after receiving a bolo and identifying the target, is a failure in leadership. In my opinion, this is willful. And that is why, Secretary Austin, that not only do I believe that you should have resigned as a result of this continuation and this path, but I myself perceive this as their election of duty. And I take that very seriously, especially for our armed service members and those who are looking for accountability as a result of this botched withdrawal. Based on my perception and having conducted these operations and seeing how political optics was placed above the true military strategy where we should have held Bagram Air Base, held the detention center, had a conducted withdrawal as the way it was supposed to not shut down and entrap Americans by taking over HKI, the commercial airspace, and abandoning thousands of Americans, not to mention our SIV and the friends of those who have fought beside us proudly and honorably, who are being methodically and systematically murdered now, who trusted the American people for 20 plus years, and the increase in suicide rates of American soldiers who spiked over 25 after this failed withdrawal, as a result of them feeling as if they had failed. That is why, Secretary Austin, and based on further hearings and investigations, I've already drafted my articles of impeachment for the dereliction of duty. I do feel there needs to be accountability at the top and at the highest levels. And I hope that we can get true accountability with future hearings and investigations and your testimonies that would actually either substantiate or discredit my beliefs. With that, I yield back. Oh, yeah. I'll bet that felt good today. I'll bet that felt good. Austin, I hope you are feeling like you were just got thrown in a cell with Bubba, who likes little boys, and you became his hand puppet. That's what I hope you feel like, because that's exactly where he deserves to be. Between him and Millie, we have two stunt puppets up there that are destroying our military step by step, causing more destruction than we could have possibly imagined. Once they have weaponized the political body from the DOJ to the DOD, and they're using defense contractors, they're using the CIA, and they're using the entire network of corporate America to enforce this asinine agenda of kids chopping off weenies, playing, flying stupid flags that are supposed to be their new rally flag, and empowering the de destruction of the rules and framework of the Constitution. All of those people, there's a rope waiting for them. And there's a lot of people that'll buy pay-per-view tickets to watch it happen. And that's the truth. We're dealing with an atrocious level of, of corruption in our nation. And all of this is to a certain degree by design because they're all knowing that they're going to destroy this economy. And in order to, as they know this economy is falling apart, they need the distractions and they need the agents to justify martial law. Understand that. This is a step-by-step -step psyop that's been well-engineered. And it's don't get caught in this Luciferian pendulum of white hat, black hat. That's nonsense. Because what they're playing you on is to break you down, to show you the most evil of evil, so that they can have someone arrive on the scene to say, here I am, I'm going to save you. Because 
We know this. Why do we know this? No one is saying stop the vax. No one is saying stop the CBDC. No one is saying that we need to change the direction of trans hand puppets and suicidal maniacs that are out here. No one is saying that we're going to stop the aggression of of the trans people because we'll offend somebody if we do. I mean, this is a crazy time. And by the way, outside of the letter that was just sent, it's an open letter to stop the development of AI, which is a nothing burger in itself, that was led by Elon Musk. We're not even going to see the reduction of AI. They are moving us into a crazy place. The world is actually becoming more free as we are becoming more of a prison state. I had a professor that said in years ago, this is 1987, Dr. Leonard Adolph. He was my advising professor for my degree, history degree. Brilliant man. We were good friends. He died in, this, in June of 1999. He said, having come as a, he was a first generation immigrant from Germany. And he would tell people in the class, we always had a bunch of liberal crazies in there. They were then, they were in the school then too. And he'd tell them, he said, you're not going to see anything change in this nation before it first turns fascists. Well, he's right. We're here. This is a fascist nation. Want to know how crazy things are get? Listen to this. Pharmaceutical marketers have noticed the power of patient persuasion and begun to leverage patient influencers in brand campaigns says a new study by researchers at the University of Colorado alongside the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. With the wider influencer marketing industry expected to be worth up to $21.1 billion in 2023, the study published the journal in the Journal of, the, of Medical Internet Research provides early insights into the growing new era, including its darker side. The bottom line is that Patient influencers act as a form of interactive direct-to-consumer, what they call a DTC, advertising, sharing their knowledge and experience on pharmaceutical drugs with communities of followers in which they wield great influence. That'd be like me saying, hey, patriots, I'll tell you what, we've got a great deal going on right now with a super duper duper new immune booster that you can inject into your arm or you can take in a tablet form. It comes from Pfizer, your friend, and I'm taking it and I'm happy. Now, I can't account for this extra earlobe that's growing or this extra nose that's growing out of the middle of my forehead. But tell me, don't I look good in this new transhumanist body? You want some of that too. So use your promo code. That's essentially what they're telling you. And this is a new trend in pharmaceutical marketing. It's sickness is what it is. It's absolute total sickness. These people will stop at nothing to get their drugs into people and, to, and get kids hooked on drugs. So that has to be understood very clearly that the pharmaceutical industry is, once again, they're out of control. They use their lobbyists they use their, their influencing money. They, they use now their influencers on social media. So here's the upside of this new draconian bill that they're trying to pass. And that is if they pass it, most people won't use social media anyway. And I don't see any downside on that. So it's pretty good. Now, let's be honest. Politics are turning us into idiots as a nation. 
There's an article in Zero Hedge. Polit- political correctness in Western societies fosters polarization and a toxic culture of ignorance. Truth. Although people are rightly outraged by the cancellation of prominent figures, the most glaring consequence of political correctness is the proliferation of ignorance. When speakers are canceled for contradicting uh, sacrosanct opinions, this leads to an environment where people never arrive at the truth because ideas are not disputed in the public domain. Wow, there's a shocker. In other words, we are developing a land of retards. And it's going well, by the way. By all indications, it's going to be doing very well by the time we get to 2024. There will be more hate than ever. Trans people will be more embodied into the political process, especially thanks to all the efforts done by the Republicans to bring the trans people into the Republican Party. You can be assured they will have all sorts of interesting debates going on. Oh, I, I guess you didn't figure it out. I think that, just so I'm clear, I don't want anybody to be confused. The trans movement's an abomination. It's a bunch of pedo freaks that have lost their mind and they've groomed a bunch of kids to lose their mind who end up later committing suicide. This thing is absolutely straight up a self-fulfilling prophecy in the sense that they will all end up dying by their own hand. But that's so demonic, it's sick. We have to save these kids from this. And sadly, if you are reading around on the web and listening to some of these testimonies of these kids who did do a gender conversion and then later regret it, they're scarred for life. Girls will never be able to have kids normally, never. Boys will never be able to experience what it is to be a man normally. They cut their nuts off. Girls have had their their tubes removed. This, This is permanent stuff that parents and schools and politicians are encouraging. And I just don't understand the slow reaction of the public. You know, it's just like the whole thing with child sex trafficking. You hear somebody say, I've done the research myself. The number's up around 800,000 kids go missing every year. And you say that, and immediately someone will come back and go, that's not true. That's not true. Most of those things, uh, they are returned to their families. It's not true. And like, what's your source? CNN. I read it. They don't want to believe it. Kids are going missing in mass amounts. I mean, this global market for human sex trafficking is bigger than drugs. It's one of the biggest markets globally, and it's the commodity of the elite. You know, I talked about this today in in an, in the Bard's uh, in the show from earlier today. Ben Denise, sorry. And there's this new issue now to grow. It's just been approved by the FDA. We can now have lab-grown chicken, and it's a Bill Gates company. Naturally, who would be surprised at that one? It's now going to be available in about twenty restaurants in the Northeast, owned by one chef. And here's the deal. This is all an elite network of restaurants. And what they're telling you is that they're going to grow this new meat from chicken stem cells. Okay. But I'm looking at who the clientele is. And I'm like, well-known chef, elite restaurants. Hmm. 
growing, quote, chicken from chicken stem cells. Hmm, really? How hard would it be to grow chicken-like looking food from baby stem cells? Well, the technology is exactly the same. And we know that these people are pedivores. So what do you think is really going on? Oh, yeah, I guess that would be that would be a, a supposition in my opinion so that we don't proclaim that as fact. But it sure would be a good investigation to dig on that one. We are dealing with a level of sickness in this world that I don't think most people can cognitively process right now. And I mean this. Between the massive destruction of children that's continuing now in the open, the only reason that they're doing what they're doing is they are systematically removing the barriers to protect children. Our responsibility, as God gives us, is to protect those children. They've neutered the male. They wiped out the white male in 2008 with a massive assault on him and his finances, and then they went after the black male, the Hispanic male, and they promoted over those the gay male, which was symbolized in skinny jeans. So if you're one of those that like skinny jeans, stop wearing them. And don't tell me it's like a cool fashion you like. There's other things that look cool, like military cargo pants with military boots and a big old Bowie knife on your hip. That'd look good. But here's the deal. They have been systematically destroying the family. And then when they go in after the transgenders, they start calling them birthing people. Okay, there goes the mom right out the window. And they're now separating the mother from the importance of the relationship with the child. The children are hanging out here in the wind waiting for the groomers to arrive. This network, this global network, the people in D.C., folks, they're pedophile sympathetic and most of them are pedophiles. The pedos are running the globe right now. And it's not it's no time to be kind about it. Call it out. Be be decisive about it. I mean, we are literally watching a devolution of western culture. And they're using all of these processes to continue to dumb people down, break them, weaken, weaken them, and make them can bring them to a place where they are completely at the will of whatever the next step of this elite game is. This is not a good bad cop or a good guy, bad guy fight. This is one big arena that we're in and you're getting played from the darkest of dark with this one sitting over here on the side, not saying much until they walk into the arena and they go, hey, I got this for you. Don't worry. Come on over here, people. I'm going to make it all better for you now. Just sign right up there for the CBDC. We'll give you a little UBI on that. And then, uh, oh, yeah, we've activated a new internet. It's going to be in the sky. We call it Skynet. I mean, Skylink. And don't worry about those robots. And don't worry about that AI now that's now scouring and running your life. This is the fourth industrial revolution, folks. And it's been rolling at us, and they're trying to force it at us. And the only way to get out of it is to break from it. You can't play in it. You're not going to win. It'll it'll beat you. There's a guy today that talked about, I don't know, what, he, obviously a little psychologically off, but he's been having these long involved interactions with chat GPT. He committed suicide. He's a family member. He committed suicide. And he's 
this when you start looking at what's happening here, everything is about drawing people in to have them take their own life. Who does that? Satan does that. And it's all about drawing people in. You want to get people in the place where they feel like they've destroyed themselves with this vax, which they have. So instead of seeking repentance, they're going to die and die in misery or they're going to commit suicide. You get kids that are going to go in here and flip them, flip their gender. They have so many emotional problems also because of the hormones and drugs they're given. It makes them angry and unstable. By the time they hit age 30, most of them are dead from suicide. Now we've got chat GPT out here and other forms that are working people's minds and people are beginning to see the consequences of that. Tell me that is all good and beneficial for humanity. That's all dark art stuff. And they've deployed it all at once. And sadly, there's too many fools out here that want to say like, oh, I just love it because I want to play. It makes my life easier. Anything that they offer to make your life easier will in the end destroy you. In one bit of good news, Shasta County, California, county supervisors voted to go back to paper ballots, to vote with paper ballots. Huge victory, and that should have some ripple effects. Hopefully, it has a ripple effects north and south, and we need that. And now we've got a leaked email that claims that 100% of the VA disability rating for bad batches of the anthrax shot. Unbelievable. The anthrax shot that I refused, by the way. They offered it to me. You want the anthrax shot? I'm like, hell no, I don't want the anthrax shot. That has caused so many problems. Once again, what did they what did they do? They used our soldiers as experimental lab rats. And they didn't give them a choice. This thing is unbelievable. And we've seen it again. I mean, the number of cases that we're having of myocarditis, massive spikes in 2021, massive spikes in 2022 within our ranks of our soldiers. Keep in mind, we're not against the soldier. We have great soldiers out here. What we are infuriated with is weak, feckless leaders and corrupt and despicable treasonous leaders like Austin. And there's a whole rank and file underneath them that every single one of them need to, to swing from a gallows for the things that they've done to this military and for this country. I don't care about their prior service. It counts now. And these people deserve the worst. They have caused unbelievable damage and harm. They have in, they've injected out 83,000 soldiers were kicked out of the military for refusing the vax. They were all paid in one form or another. You dig deep enough, you're going to find the kickbacks that they all got, whether it was a promise to be on a board somewhere. These will be things that will be almost invisible. They were all offered something to enforce this vax as Pfizer rolls out their continued thrust to try to depopulate the world. Do not think for a second that these people did not know that this was a depopulation move to weaken America permanently. Why? It all goes back to what we talked about last night and many times before. This country was built on the foundations of God on the throne above us. We were a royalty, a theological royalty. Think about that for a minute. We were not ruled by a king of a normal fashion. We turned our rulership to God. Our founding fathers did that. So for whatever 
issues you carry with them because of their quote-unquote Masonic relationships, which are bunk anyway. That's been overplayed. This country was blessed. All of our rights are endowed by our, by our creator. That means that none of this other garbage that they do has ever been legal unless it fits within the boundaries of the Constitution. But to understand the Constitution, you have to understand the Declaration of Independence. That's the moral law structure that's, uh, that this Constitution is subordinate to. So we have seen this expansion of legalistic powers. And just like Chris Han Hall said the other day, state, national, all this other stuff, it's actually illegal by the Constitution. And as Chris Han Hall laid out very clearly, the only thing that's relevant is the Constitution. Because as we go to the Constitution, if we truly enforce the Constitution, we're not going to be in the problem. The problem is we're not knowing the Constitution and we don't enforce it. And that goes ultimately back to the very place of not only not enforcing it, but we're not paying attention to the Declaration of Independence. Chris Ann Hall is one of the preeminent people in the knowledge of the Constitutionist nation. It was a pleasure to have her on. So we are, we are in this framework right now where we literally have to secure the Constitution and make it apply. That means locally. These people are not out to be nice. They're not out to be your friend. They're not out to be my friend. They would be very happy to see us all destroyed. You guys now, take a listen to this. This is a pretty cool piece. This is about the storm, which we are in, and where we need to turn. Did you guys notice uh, two days ago, horrible tornado in Mississippi? Killed over 25 people, many are still missing, 56 miles of devastation from this storm. I watched a meteorologist, he's on air, and he says the storm is building, it's getting worse, the tornado is an E5, it's moving toward Armory, and then right there, live on air, he says, oh no, oh no, it's hitting now, and then he goes, dear Jesus, save them. We got new scan coming in here as we speak, oh man, like north side of Amory, this is coming in, oh man. Dear Jesus, please help them. Amen. That's what we need in our life. Dear Jesus, save me. You can either focus on the storm or you can focus on the master of the storm. I'll focus on the master of the storm. Thank you. Patriots, I've been saying it a lot. I'm going to keep saying it for a while. Take a position where the captain of the Lord of the Host's army stood. And that's not in the middle of the pendulum. When Joshua came to him and he saw him, he said, are you for us or against us? And he said, no. And the important point of that is I'm not part of where you are. I am the only answer. I represent God. Stand there. And in so doing, he proclaimed the gland in which Joshua, Joshua was standing on his holy ground and then told Joshua to take off his sandals. We are the children of the Most High. And that is a position each one of us can take, but you can't get caught in the pendulum of stupidity of the politics. And there's a lot of it. And we have a government that's completely tyrannical. It's turned against us. And I'm, I wouldn't trust anybody in Congress. I don't care what they're saying right now until they can prove that they're actually going to come through with what they say and not be influenced by specialists, special interest group lobbyists, or worse, and hold the line of truth to the Constitution I don't trust any of them. And that doesn't come quickly. 
So whatever we do right now, keep our hold on this footing of the rock of faith. That is truly where we need to be. Don't build your house on sand. And this nonsense of politics, we'll continue to track it and follow it, but it is a lot of craziness intended to confuse everybody and take your eyes off of one of the greatest things happening right now, which is the complete destruction of the dollar. This will affect every single one of us. And no one's talking about it. No one's talking at a national level to say, hey, patriots, it'd probably be a good idea to get 90 days worth of supplies of food on hand. Hey, patriots, it might be a good idea to get some cash out and to have that on hand in reserve. Hey, patriots, it might be a really good idea to make sure you've got some gold and silver on hand. Hey, patriots, it might be a really good idea to start growing a garden. No one's saying that. We're figuring it out. Trust me, we're doing it. But when the leadership won't speak it and we're the only voice coming, you know where the truth sits and it's not up there. And there's not one of them right now that sits in the good column on that as far as I'm concerned. And just because someone says something one time, I could care less. I want to see action and I want to see resolve. Sure, we've got promises from President Trump on how he's going to empty the deep state. Good on him. I want to hear what he's going to be, what he's encouraging people to do right now in the capacity of him not being in the seat of the president right now. And where you can make change and make a difference is when you're guiding people to tell them what the right thing is to do. Even if that right thing might mean that you don't need it in the end, if you are not preparing right now, you're turning your eye away from the storm. Listen to your heart. I guarantee you're going to be led there. Take time. Be vigilant, get things in order, and above all, help one another. Last note for the night. We've talked about this a couple of times, and it's important. One of our own, She's So Sweet 88, is has put up a give, send, go. I've got it linked underneath the podcast all this week. We've done an amazing job. We've raised over about $4,600. She's trying to get money to get a trailer. She's had a rough time. She left her medical career because of COVID, was forced out. No surprise. And she's held the line, and she's truly walking with Christ. If you can if you can afford to donate, great. If you can just give prayers, thank you, all the above. We're doing a great job of helping her out. We're going to keep doing this and helping each other out. We've got to keep our family strong. And part of that is us to remember that we have to reach out and help one another. And that's so important. So with that, let's pray. Father God, we are blessed to be here tonight and humbled to be here tonight by our own will before you as we reflect deeply on the state of this world. Father, our prayers tonight are really to understand the deeper meaning and deeper place that we can stand in the place of the captain of the Lord of Host Army, your captain. We are your children, and it's a place that we choose to stand, to stay out of the way of the Luciferian pendulum of this black and forth, black and white nonsense. Politics is there to deceive. The game of politics draws us away and our attention away from the facts and the truth of things. And in this war of deception, the only truth that we can find is when we put our feet solid on the rock of faith. So, Father, we ask for your blessing in this time, the encouragement in our hearts to be stronger in Scripture, 
to be mightier with the sword of the Spirit, to be stronger in our daily life and our walk, to be resolved to overcome and to truly be the overcomers in this time that will lead the many back to you. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots, so remember, the uh, kilted corpse Christian, sorry, will be back on tonight in his regular hour. If you were accustomed to the Conley, then you can catch him at his regular time. And that's about it. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.